What's up, guys? It's your boy, Jody Rich. We got Don DiFelice again here on the podcast. I apologize. I still have to edit the podcast for Casey. We're going to get her on here soon. Just tune in. Another podcast coming straight from the kitchen. So there are going to be a few kitchen sounds, but it's still got some great material on here. So let's get into it. Marketing for the es- the escapists, mm-hmm. yeah. the people who are trying to escape from whatever their reality is. Yeah. Like, oh, the Kardashians, they live a life that I would love to escape to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did them? Um, their younger sister, Kendall Jenner, whatever her name is. Oh God, yeah. The youngest billionaire ever. Billionaire. She's a billionaire. Off of her makeup line. Uh, you want to be pretty like me? Use my makeup. Oh my god. The youngest billionaire. Forbes broke Did all the Did she have like a, a breast implant when <coughs> like 16 or something? Like I have no idea. I don't follow them like that. Right. But yeah, she is the youngest Crazy. self-made billionaire. Self-made, quote, quote. <laughs> yeah. But see, the thing is though, I still like, although I'm not into like you know, all the makeup and all the women mm-hmm. dressing and acting all weird yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I do have a level of respect for her because, now listen to this. You got freaking her whole family, all her sisters, yeah. older than her, been around, have basketball player husbands, yeah. they all have money. Yeah. None of them were able to turn that to a billion. That's true. That's true. With their goofy clothing lines, with their freaking yeah. modeling marketing, with their porno videos and stuff. None of them had whatever it takes to make that a billion. Yeah, that's true. She, the youngest one, was like, hold on, I got something here. Instead of marketing for MAC makeup or, I don't know the other names, she's like, wait, why don't I just start my own makeup brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't I make my own brand hot and make it blow up? Because people love me and they love my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Billion. Yeah, billion. So, like... I don't, like, I can't say she's super amazing because, you know, she did start with a lot of money and she did have a lot of clout and all that, but still, like, you gotta still It's a level of respect. Yeah, like, she did make a billion, like, it's not her mom's makeup line, it's not her sister's, it's not freaking, she's sponsoring somebody, like, it's hers. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, she had to put in some kind of effort, and then for it to not be a multi-million dollar company, but a billion dollar company, (laughs) like... Fuck that, man. That's crazy. You know, because... It's just a shame it had to be in makeup, you know? <laughs> I mean, because... Insecurities, man. You ever think about this? I might have said this to you before, but... I got myself in a bit of a hole for, like, a month or so <coughs> last year. Because I had this thought about how... Alright, you're walking through town. Just having a good time, taking in some sunshine, looking at the mountains. You walk past 10 girls, alright? They've all got makeup on. You haven't seen their face. You've just seen a painted version of it. You don't know what they look like. Because their eyebrows are drawn on, or they've got mascara on, or eyeliner. Then they've got foundation on, and blusher on. You don't know what they look like. That's true. And like, I was thinking, like, most of the girls I ever meet, I don't actually know what they look like as human beings. I just know what he looked like as a painted version. 
you know? Like, how much insecurity does that bring when, if you have an insecurity, oh, I don't like my nose. Sorry, girlfriend, put a bit of concealer here, a bit of blusher here, shadow this in a bit darker, and your nose is going to look smaller. <laughs> That's crazy. You don't see people's faces, man. But it's so trippy. The thing about it is, though, a lot of girls will say, like, I'm insecure, and wearing makeup helps me to feel more confident. It doesn't, though. Because it covers it up. Yeah. I help in the short run, but then when it gets to the point where you set a standard for what you look like to everyone around you, you're just going to be more insecure when you have to take that makeup off. I remember an ex-girlfriend of mine, like, not wanting to come into her living room. She had no makeup on and she used to wear makeup. And we were like, 16? Yeah, 16. That's a 16. Didn't want to show her face to her boyfriend. How fucked is that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It scares me, man. I'm not a girl or anything like that, but speaking on just insecurities alone, like, become secure in yourself. Exactly. exactly. Become secure in your natural, who you are self. Yeah. Then you can wear makeup. It's fine. Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. But if you're wearing makeup because you're insecure about something about yourself, like stop. It's not gonna stop help. Stop wearing makeup. Yeah, Figure yeah, yeah. out why you're insecure. Fix that. Correct yeah. that. And yeah. then and then start wearing makeup again. If that's exactly. what you so choose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like for me, that's that's the way I look at it. And like, okay, I get it that you're wearing makeup because you're not happy with whatever, whatever. Sure. But yeah. Become happy with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then if you Find still, a way. Yeah, and then if you still like it, you want to, you know, wear makeup for a fucking photo op or whatever, yeah. go ahead. It's just unhealthy to get to the point where you don't want to leave the house without doing it. Like, oh, I can't go outside. Like, legit, like, I can't go outside. Like, I've got no makeup on. Like, <coughs> you realize how heavy that statement is. Like, you don't want to go outside and show your face off as a human being. And then that starts affecting your personality because if you do go outside with no makeup on, you're like hurrying back to the car. Like, oh, is that hot boy I know? Don't let him see my fucking eyebrows. <laughs> like, and I'm like joking with it and having fun with it, but it's such an issue, like, and that doesn't help, man. There's insecurities right there. You hide that for too long, you start getting anxious. You don't want to go outside without makeup on. Oh, shit. My scar is running out. I better get some before I run out. Like, oh man. I remember uh, when I was 10, like 9 or 10 years old, uh, I used to run track, like, um, yeah. for a traveling team. Yeah. And we were, going, we were going out of town, and I had to go to another family's room to, to get their mom. Mm -hmm. And my mom wanted me to talk to her or whatever. And she's like, oh hey, come on in. And I went in, and she's like, Oh yeah, uh, tell your mom will be about five minutes, I gotta put my face on. And to me as a kid, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get what you mean you have to put your face on. Yeah, that's literally what it is. And it's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. She had to put her makeup on yeah. to show face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, damn, dude, that's Gotta paint that face, man. Gotta get your contours right. <laughs> but like I don't I don't say this to insult girls either, like, no, they're told that that's what they have to do, like, it's fucked up about that, like, people always go, oh, guys put high standards on girls, like, no, they put it on themselves, like, 
I love a girl who wears no makeup. Um, I'm all about that, man. That is, that is so attractive to me. You can have a girl who looks fucking beautiful with makeup on, in that sense. Or you could have a girl who looks quote-unquote average with no makeup on. And I would be so attracted to that girl with no makeup on. Like, like the way I see it is like, I want to see what you really look like. Exactly. If you're beautiful, for me, if you're beautiful to me with no makeup on, fuck, man. Yeah. That, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, when you put that shit on your face, in 20, 30 years, what is your face going to look yep. like without it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. don't get me wrong, love is great, and like, yeah. relationships need to be solid from the inside out. Of course. Bro, like, we're visual people. Like, we don't have eyes for no reason. The eyes are our whole world. Alright, so, it's all eye. So it's like, let, you, let me just have a girl that's going to be beautiful with no makeup on. Yeah. Because I know in 50 years, with healthy habits and all that stuff, she's still going to be beautiful. Yeah. Obviously, shit's going to droop and all that stuff, but she's still going to be beautiful. Just like for us. Yeah. Like, all that caked up makeup stuff, in, in 20, 30 years, I always think, like, man, what is she going to look like when Skin can't breathe, man. Skin can't breathe. It's clogged up. Like, you know, it must feel so satisfied to take it off. Well, I've had to do. I've had to put on makeup for like photo shoots and stuff, yeah. and modeling. That shit feels so just like uncomfortable. Yeah, I bet, man. I bet. Like, like you said, skin can't breathe. Like I just, I just feel it on my face, and I'm just like, ah, yeah. oh, man. Like, I feel like somebody just took some mud and like, rubbed it yeah. on my face and just let it stay there. Like using a face wash and just leaving it on. Yeah. Or a face mask and leaving it on. That's how I imagine it feels. And I can't imagine like going the whole day with just like knowing that there's just like a bloody feeling on your face. Like, yeah. Just so that you can be accepted by somebody else. Like, yeah. It breaks my heart, dude. Like she kills me. It upsets me that people think they have to do that. Like and they don't at all. But once again they're marketed that way. Yeah. And like when they're role models of people like the Kardashians or these fucking glamour models then they're literally brought up from like as soon as they get Instagram at like fucking six years old. <laughs> they see that man. They fucking see that. And then their parents are just Oh little Jody's crying again. Give her a fucking iPad. Give her the iPad, give her Instagram to scroll through. And what's she seeing? People who look like that. Mommy, I wanna look my face like this. You know? It's fucking heartbreaking, man. Like social media is a gift and a curse. It is. It like is. lets us get more involved and connected, but then it also just like everything becomes TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you were saying, like with TV before, like it's like, oh, read this script. Yep. Look like this. Dress like that. Act yeah. like that. And it's like because That's social media essentially is TV. Yeah, it is. Like everybody's putting on faces and acting, and it's just like. Where's the reality? Yeah. Oh, wait, it doesn't exist because Grandma also has an Instagram. She's trying to show to all her golf buddies, you know, how great her <laughs> how great Grandpa is at swinging. Yeah. When he missed the first 150. Yeah, She yeah, only yeah. got the last one where he finally made it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So true, man. Just editing out all the bullshit. And then, and then you get to a place where it's like, okay, I'm expecting to see amazing stuff. So when I see normal stuff mm-hmm. I'm like what the fuck is this low quality yeah, shit yeah man yeah 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 exactly 
It's, it's horrible. It like sets you up for failure, man. No, literally. You can't get around it. It's like, it's like someone giving you a fillet steak every day for a week, right? And with that fillet steak, you got peppercorn sauce, you got fat fries that have been cooked just right. And you fucking love that meal. And he gives you a beer with that steak. Then on the eighth day, he gives you some of that ham that I've got in the fridge. That's <laughs> corny ass shit, there's like 99 cents. He gives you that with some half cooked fries and a flat glass of lemonade. I mean, you fucking pissed. Yeah, exactly. Because you, your benchmarks change, your baselines change. Like, you're no longer getting what you expected. You know? It's the same thing. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would suck. That would really suck. It just doesn't, <coughs> doesn't work, man. Because we always want to be gratified and we always want to have this nice stuff. That separation just gets bigger and bigger for the longer it happens. It's true. And now that we're bringing a younger generation into the world with those values already before they even hit puberty, where are we going next? You know? And I think that also plays into the whole like bullying thing. Yeah. It's like, oh well, shit, I'm on Instagram and I'm flexing so hard. Oh, look at you, dweeb. No, man. Yeah. Five, ten years ago, that dweeb was just a normal kid. Dude, yeah, I bet, I bet that happens as well, man. <coughs> I bet that happens in some schools, like... Ha <laughs> see, is he done last night? He only got five likes on his rap. What's that all about? It's so, uh, it's so messed up, man. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, like, now that we're here, what do we do? Wow, <laughs> <Bow> podcasts. <laughs> And good rap to bring people back down to earth, you know? Get their heads out of the clouds. And I'm no saying, mate. Like, no, me neither. No one is. Like, like, I'm learning and growing and I'm seeing this stuff, but I'm still a part of it. I'm just trying to observe it rather than be involved in it, you know? Yeah. Dude, I mean, when I like, upload a rap video, I'm like, fresh, fresh, fresh. Oh, 40 views, yes. All right, that's more than my followers. That's awesome. 30 <laughs> likes. Half of them aren't even my followers, perfect. I'm doing the same thing, man. I'm doing, let's not beat around the bush, like, it's exactly the same thing. Oh, what filter would look nice on this photo? Oh, yeah, let's bring the exposure up, let's bring the saturation down, let's do this. It's the same thing, like, I'm just airbrushing my photos or videos to make it look a certain way to appease to people. Yeah. That's fine, bro, it's just marketing for your music. Well, I'm a hypocrite, though. Mm-hmm. You know? And I... Yeah. It's crazy. But I think it can be used for good in that sense. Like, you get to do marketing yourself rather than going to an agency to do your marketing, you know? True. But when, it's, when you're marketing your body and what you look like, that's when I think it gets slightly more fucked up. Mm. But it's all in the same pool, man. You see, that's the thing. Another thing that's happening these days is everybody's a brand. Since the beginning of time, we've all been brands trying to sell something. <laughs> your parents try to sell you on the idea of cleaning your room, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like a thing where people, they're literally thinking about everything from a yeah. business, branding standpoint. Yeah. Like, Sarah likes makeup. Yeah. Nope. Sarah has a brand. 
revolved around makeup. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, she, was just, she was just a girl who fucking yeah. liked to do research on makeup, but now she's yeah. the fucking number one, like, makeup reviewer, and she's the biggest yeah. brand, like, influencer? What the fuck? Yeah. What is an influencer? Yeah, man. Aren't we all influencers? Yes, because we're we all brands. Be. We should be. <coughs> what is your brand? And I'm just trying to find the truth in myself, in the world around me, and help out the younger people coming back to me. Me too. Like, I'm not perfect, and I'll never say I'm perfect. No. You know, like, and I try not to come off like, oh, I'm fucking Mr. Know-it-all, because I know I'm not. Yeah, of course. Well, at the same time, I do feel like I'm trying to learn something that a lot of people could like care less about yeah. looking for. Yeah. And I just want to share with, with the people that are on my level. Likewise, man. To, to, like, I don't know, help them to, to get to a better place. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't, I don't want to be somebody who adds to the problem. Um, if I'm trying to help the problem in whatever way that I think is helping, then I'm happy. <coughs> That's why my, I try and get that in my music as well. Like, I think I said it before, like, if there's some kid working as a software consultant, he'd love rap. Yeah. Like, hear my stuff and be like, I can do it. I can do it too, you know? Yeah. And if that can happen, then that's success to me. Like, yeah, it'd be great to make money on my music, but when I really think about it, I just want the feeling that my idols gave me when I listened to their music. Yeah. Or the inspiration that they gave me, or how I could put one of their songs on. And it changed my day. It get me out of bed. It get me going. It get me inspired. If I can do that, man, I'm happy. I was actually thinking about that because, um, like I said, I had that dream about me opening the store, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a Grammy-winning something producer, songwriter, something." And I was thinking about it like, if I could just get to a place where every day all I do is just create awesome shit that I like, and other people can. Like, like it too, yeah. and it can be just dope in the way that I want it to be. Yeah. Maybe I don't need so much. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, I'll put it like this, man. I'm probably gonna push the maths here, but let's say you put a podcast out and it helps a hundred people, right? Yeah. And it changes their life positively in some way, either minor or major, okay? <coughs> There's a hundred people, go and help another hundred people, alright? That's 10,000 people now. It's 100. Well, that 100 people will help 100, you help 100, you help 100. I'm not gonna try and do the maths in my head, let's be real. Yeah. But by the time you've done it and you keep multiplying, you're up to a million people, or 10 million people. Because yeah. that's how the world works, we pass on from each other. We're not just Jody Rich and Don DeFelice doing a podcast. We, we could be just that, or it could be Jody Rich and Don DeFelice doing a podcast which helps five people you then go and help five more people. You then go and help five more people. Yeah. It just keeps multiplying. And that's success to me. Respect. For me. But at the same time, I want to be able to do that at my best and to be able to put myself into that. I need to somehow make money from all that as well. Not even a lot though, just a lot, to be, just enough to be comfortable with. Like, that's where it gets tricky because yeah. like, you start grassroots. You start at the bottom. And you're like doing, we're doing the podcast, and it's like, man, these guys are like so on our level. These yeah. guys like totally get it. And then it gets to a point where it's like, no, we do actually need to make some money. We're spending a lot of time making it better. We're spending a lot of time curating 
stuff so that people can grow and learn from it. Now we gotta make some money. And then people switch from, oh, these guys are doing it, they are in love and they're freaking doing it from their heart. So now it's like, oh, they're just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss the kitchen podcast. <laughs> the fam. You know, like, <laughs> and, that, and that goes back to mentality. Yeah, it does, man. It does. For us, we have to change our mentality so that we can continue to make it better. So that we can continue to grow it. For the fans and the listeners, they have to also change their mentality to understand that, like, hey, how is it getting better? Because we're putting in time, effort, and money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how are they able to, you know, do a conference here, do a conference there, and, like, really engage with us? Oh, because they're putting in time, and they need to receive some money so that they can grow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, then focus right, microphones, mate. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that <laughs> that's true. Unless you get sponsors. Unless you get sponsors, yeah. But even then, someone's paying. Yeah, exactly, mate. Because someone's paying them. You better end up paying you. But that's just how it works, right? We just keep passing it along like that. I wish we lived in the same city. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah. But we're on the other side of the planet from each other. That'd be nice, man. How you doing, Brita? At this point of the podcast, we start talking about marketing, social media, and the need for our society to put on facades. Now, as I say, it's really cool to see that, like, the podcast thus far has really affected people in a positive way. And people are like, oh, man, I actually, I thought about what you said, and it's, it's like, a good idea, or it made me think. I love that. Because that's all I ever really want, you know? Me too, brother. Me too. I even had to put it today on Instagram. I was like, hey, just a heads up, I'm not trying to tell people to freaking live my dream or live the life that I want to create for myself. I want people to live their dream. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't, like, doesn't necessarily mean, hey, go out and travel and fucking live around the world and stuff. Like, dude, if your dream is to freaking be a manager at McDonald's and all that stuff, and you're working as a garbage man, dude, go fucking... Be a manager at McDonald's. Exactly. Or if you're a manager at McDonald's and your dream is to be a garbage man. Then fucking go be, be a garbage, garbage man. man. Like, yeah. I hate it when people... I try so hard. Why don't I just try hard it? It's just something I'm subconsciously now, but... You won't really hear me slay a job, ever. Yeah. You might hear me say, oh, I wouldn't want to do that job. Yeah. But you'll never hear me say, that's a fucking shit job. This is a shit job. Because there's always someone who wants to do it, and plus it's part of the role of the role player. Now when people are like, I won't be a fucking cleaner. Why not? Are you too good for that? Oh yeah. Too, you too high on yourself to be a fucking cleaner? What, to make the world a beautiful place, a clean place? You can't manage that? Because you're too wrapped up in yourself. Right? <laughs> it's true though. But yeah. that's the thing. People are wrapped in themselves. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, you know, people will say a comment like that. Like, I've been a garbage man. I know what it's like to freaking like go through garbage and recycle it for people and all that stuff. And I know it's not for me. Yeah. But I'll never look at a garbage man like, oh, that fucking dirty bastard. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. No, nah, because they gotta do what they gotta do. Yeah. And some people actually enjoy, it, like you said, 
making the world a cleaner place is how they look at it. Exactly. Versus like, oh, I'm scrubbing you through people's shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man, yeah. It's about how you approach it, man. Your attitude is everything. But unfortunately, most people's attitude is just so... But I wonder though, I wonder though, like, why do we automatically put certain jobs and stuff into like a better or worse category than another? Yeah, Like, what makes what makes us? Oh, this is better. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's cleaner. Cause it makes more money. And who's to say that that garbage man is making more? Isn't isn't making as much money as somebody else? Dude, I'll never forget. You know the um, B.I.G. movie that came out like 10 years ago? Yeah. One of the first scenes in that is teachers like, his maths teachers like ripping on him. Uh, and he's like, you should go do being garbage disposal. And Biggie stands up, goes to the front of the class and says, well actually Mr. Rich, when you said that I went and did some research and I found out that a garbage man exists. You and this. That means I did X amount over your sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I never forgot that, man. It always stuck with me. It always stuck with me. But, like, I think, like, society, like, ideas that people's parents are putting in their heads about certain jobs. Oh, you carry on like that, you're just going to end up working at McDonald's. Yeah? It's like one of the biggest companies in the world. I'm not going to have my own franchise. Why is that so bad, Right. You might dad like, he might be a fucking millionaire now, but he spent his life sweeping floors. <coughs> and if he didn't like the job, he'd leave and go to someone else. Hey, you don't want to sweep the floors, make the tea for you? Really? Yeah. He did all the two jobs, man. And he was just such a good worker and he had such a good mentality that people would like hear about him from other companies and contact him and be like, yeah, you want to come work for us? Right, we heard you're good at this. Yeah, it's funny that you said the thing about McDonald's because like a lot of people won't even think about oh wait somebody who works for McDonald's can franchise and have their own McDonald's someday it, it always goes to that like that low level mindset of, like yeah. oh you're going to be working for X amount of dollars an hour for the rest of your life it's like yeah. bro if you stay and you want to grow you can be home manager make yeah. more money district manager make more money yeah my mom was a district manager yeah. at McDonald's for a yeah. while, and it's like she wasn't making seven fifty an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was making good money. That's a good wage, man. And that's the thing, like people don't think about it on a growth. In a, sorry, people don't think about it in a growth mindset. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you're at. Yeah, where you're always gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's a shame. It comes back to what you were saying, like. The psychology, the yeah. psychology behind things. So your mindset, man. Like, you think you're too good for that, man? I can't help you. <laughs> you know, you can only help yourself. Thanks. And like a company like McDonald's, they want people who are eager. Like they don't care if you've got a fucking degree. They just want you to go in there, so that you have a certain kind of work ethic, and work yourself up. They will throw opportunities at you. Like I said, I met the vice president. I know all about how it works there. It will literally, if they show, if you show within a year, you're dedicated, they'll throw a management ball at you. You're like, oh, go try it. See how you get on, you know? 
Maybe we need to drop you down to assistant manager. Sorry, well, mate. Sorry, boss. How's it going? Well, mate, yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Good man. <coughs> it might be like, uh, maybe we need to drop you down to assistant manager so you can work with someone. Mm. Um, but then we can build you up after that to manage your book. Go try it, see how you get And that thing you were talking about mentality, and it's crazy that we're talking about McDonald's because I actually worked at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I worked in one in New York, and like when I went in for the job, yeah. there was a bunch of people that were like, "Oh, there's no jobs here. Why would you come over here to try to find a job or whatever?" Oh. And when I went to my interview, you know, I'm coming from Arizona. Yeah. Guys, like, why do you want to work here? He's like, because I need a job and I need to make money. And like I'm down to come in whenever you need me. I'm open all days. And when I got that job, like the way that people perceived me was like, oh, this guy's just, you know, another worker at McDonald's. Yeah. Until I got into the role, and I just kind of like looked at it from my perspective, like I need to make this money so I can do the next step. Yeah. I'm not gonna come in here miserable, shitting on people and Dude, stuff. Exactly, man. And like by the end of it, they're like, oh man, it sucks that you're leaving because we don't usually get people in here with this kind of mentality. Yeah, man. And it's like, yeah, I'm working the fries just like this guy. Yeah. But when I'm working the fries, I'm like, man, I want to make sure these fries are on point. So yeah. whoever's paying that little dollar fifty, it at least tastes good to me. Yeah, man, yeah. Versus like, oh, man, fuck these fries. I just need to get this money to buy some yeah, yeah. shoes. Yeah, Oh, how long have I got left? Oh, fucking two hours. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I went to Tesco for four years, man, which is like a big supermarket chain. Yeah. And like, when I told him I was leaving to go in that place from here, they fucking tried to grab me, man. You're like, no, come on. Like, I tried the management scheme out. Like, I was like volunteering on that for a little bit. They're like, can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, kind of gotta go. But like, I see exactly, exactly the attitude I had. Like, I went in, and I was like, all right, someone comes to do their shopping. They're probably had a shit day, and then they come to Tesco, spend an hour in here getting all their fucking groceries. And then just get greeted at the checkout by someone who's like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, I need any bags? Yeah, I got a club card, okay, great, see ya. I was like, I want to be that guy who changes their day. So they're going to come in here and they're going to walk out full of energy. And I, if I try it and then they like dismiss me, fine, I'm not going to keep. So what are you doing today? Da, da, da. Yeah. But if they come at me and they talk to me, I'm going to give them a smile. Only if they want to smile. And if they talk to me, we're going to have a conversation. We're gonna talk about life. And like <clears throat> another thing with like having that good attitude is like when you are down, yeah. like if if tomorrow you're sad, people that have always seen you in that good attitude mindset, yeah. they're gonna be concerned, like, oh man, are you alright? Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. okay? Yeah. Versus if you're just a grumpy dude who's always fucking grumpy, everybody's gonna dismiss you. So if you have a super shit day, people are already like, oh, yeah. well fuck that guy, he's so saying you yeah. know? Just um, do the same thing as usual. And that's that's one thing that I feel like some people don't even think about. Yeah. It's like, bro, be happy. Yeah. Because when you're sad, the people that have seen you being happy will help you out of that, yeah, that exactly. dark place. They like, repay you for it. There you go. Yeah. Fucking repay you for it. It's like, oh, you cheered me up once. I was having a shit day. I can't stand to see you like this. What's up? Talk to me if you need it. I'm not going to pressure you. But if you need to talk to me, you know where I am. So feel free to knock on my door, or whatever it is. But also for yourself, man, when you're going to work with that mindset of like, I'm doing this with a positive attitude, it means you're not 
making the time there slow. Ah, true. Like, two hours when you're miserable on the job could be horrific. <laughs> two hours when you're trying to be positive on the job and make the most of it, dude, that two hours could fly by. That's Look, true. Oh shit, I'm going over five minutes? Sweet. Alan, get me a pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, though. Like, it definitely does make a difference in the, in the time. My dad always told me, like, attitude is everything. And whatever you're doing, whether it's work, or you're with your friends, or a hobby, or whatever it is, your attitude decides everything for you, including your own mindset. Yeah, but I mean, like sometimes it's hard though. You know, like, okay. Especially when you start to get in your quote unquote spiral. Yeah. And you're just like, damn, everything's just going more shit as the day on. Yeah. But I guess that's why you keep good people around you. Yeah? That's it, man. That's why you can't surround yourself with shit people. Bad <laughs> energy. And I think that's like coming out of school and stuff. A lot of my friends are like that. And that can be tough for people because you spend your whole life with people and then you realize, damn, these people aren't good for me. Mm. You gotta try and break away from them. That can be difficult, man. Because sometimes it gets lonely. Yeah. Like, this is my crowd. Yeah. It's been my crowd for years. Yeah. Now I have to, like, leave them yeah. and be by myself. Will I really be that much better for it? I don't see it. These are my friends. But most of the time, yeah, uh, you are better for it, you know? I mean, how do you, if you're, so let's say this, if you're insecure, yeah. and you have like all these friends, and then you start to like transform your life and do something different, right? How do you, still being insecure, how do you leave your friends and go chase whatever it is that you're trying to do? That's the hard part. Like, what steps do you take? Like, oh shit, like, I fucking want to do this by myself. But I need to. You gotta dig out what the root of that insecurity is. Whether that's just. Whether that's something that other people are putting on you or whether that's something you carry on yourself, you gotta find out what it is. Yeah. So, until you get rid of that insecurity, that path you wanna go on isn't gonna be as successful or full of good stuff as it could be. Yeah. So, if you're going into that shit insecure, like imagine coming out of a course like this insecure, you wouldn't wanna to speak to anyone. Just hold yourself back. You wouldn't show people the best side of you. And because of all that, you won't do your best on it. You know? So you got to find out what the root is for that. And I wouldn't say I'm an insecure person now, but I used to be when I was younger. Okay. For a whole host of different reasons. But I think most people are. Uh, it's just about recognizing it for what it is. And not knowing that that isn't your identity, whatever that insecurity is. Mm. It's just something you're carrying because someone can say something to you when you're eight or something, and that can stick with you until you're 18. Like, what, I have funny nose, or like, <laughs> oh, I've got small ears, or like, I've got a funny face chin, or I'm short, or I'm fat, or whatever it is. Yeah. And you carry that around with you. But once you kind of get over one insecurity, you realize the power it has on you. Mm. And you can keep applying that to everything. And I mean, most of the time when people are insecure about things, they think people are thinking about that insecurity that they have. Like, get out of the world and into yourself. yourself. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I could walk in here and be like, oh, that black guy looks cool. He's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? 
man, he plays real skate. And he'd be right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I could come in and be like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm Joe, nice to meet you. This is where I'm from, this is what I do. Um, and it's just whether you let like security run that for you or not. But it's, it'd be hard, man. Like, because I was never bullied or anything. But I think ah, people okay. were bullied, you know? And like, these people who were bullied, those insecurities stay with them. And it's fucking gross, man. Like, that's why I don't stick up for people at school. Like, it's a bit like Casey was saying about her being friends with everyone in a year. That's what I was like as well. Like, I was friends with the geekiest fuck people, and we joke about Mortal Kombat or like a Sega Mega Drive game or something. Yeah. Or Pokemon, <coughs> talk about that. I was friends with the quote unquote cool kids as well. Yeah. So we'd go out and like hang out on the block and do this and do that. And you yeah, little shitheads drinking cans at like 14 and stuff. Yeah. But I was fortunate because I was able to go around with these different people and experience them for who they were. Yeah. But I saw people, man, who were like just beat up on life at like 16 or 15 or 17. Like, and you can see it in them the way they carry themselves. Like, there's no life there. Yeah. And what 16 year olds shouldn't be walking around like they've got life in them? Like, 16, like, you know? I mean, that's why I, I really want to talk to more people like Casey. Like, I want to talk to the people who were like, had like super fucked up childhood, but they were able to flip the script and change to something positive because yeah. they have the answers to the new generation who are like, man, yeah. how do I do this? Or, like, what happens if this happens? I got them answers. I don't have those answers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those answers because yeah. I never went through that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was the dude that, like, I knew everybody. Yeah. I know the nerds, I know who's good at drawing, I know who's the best at football, yeah. like, and I just, I'm just, everywhere I go, yeah. every city I'm in, like, I just like to talk to people. So yeah, yeah, exactly. One guy calls it, um, a flamingo. I'm a flamingo. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like to be out there talking. Like, yeah. So, like, certain things that, that people would talk about, as far as, like, getting beat up or having, like, crazy insecurities about certain things, I've never had those yeah. feelings. So I want to talk to those people and like, hey, when you were feeling like this or when you got beat up, when you were this this old, like, how did you come to the, the other yeah. side, you know? Yeah. Because that's still happening today. Yeah. And it's always going to happen, like, as long as you've got, like, we had like 200 people in a year in my high school. And once you've got 200 people together, even in this course, you're going to have the bullies. Yeah. Like. No names. <laughs> yeah. But like someone spoke to me last night about it, yeah. like people talking shit about them. Yeah. And like people they thought they were cool with were like not cool with them. Yeah. So just chatting shit and people have heard it. But like that's always gonna happen, but it's about setting people up to be able to manage that and deal with it. Like luckily this person can deal with it. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. It's just more like, ah, oh, it's a shame. But people need to learn to deal with it and that's what we should be teaching in fucking schools man like not to get all hippie-ish on you but like it shouldn't be like I mean maths, English, science, religious education, biology, all this stuff's important but where's the bullying classes like where's the classes about dealing with yourself where's the classes about accepting who you are rather than what this person wants you to be. Like, my school was, like, it was strict as fuck, man. Like, 
He's like, you don't go to university, you're gonna go nowhere, man. <laughs> that was like their short answer to everything. Oh, you wanna go to college, not sixth floor. Hmm. Mm, okay then, have a nice life. Like, I remember going to college because I didn't want to go to my sixth floor. And I was gonna do a television and media diploma. And I went for the interview, and the guy was like, wow, that was awesome. I got one question now. Why the fuck aren't you staying on at St. Mary's? Do the A-levels. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't like the school. He's only like 16. He's like, dude, I'll guarantee you a place on my course if you want it. I really want you on it, but for you, I think you should go get your A-levels. And then after that, if you want to come do my diploma, the door's still open if I'm still here. And I want to do my A-levels. I want to go to uni and blah, 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 blah. That's another story, but yeah, man, like, I think those lessons are more important. Like, how do you, how to spot a bullshitter? You know? But see, the reason, I think, the reason why they don't teach this stuff, number one, because they haven't figured it out. Yeah, like, so true. the higher powers, like, the yeah. government and all these, like, the organizations and stuff haven't figured it out for themselves. Yeah. It's hard to look at that and to analyze that. Yeah. And then, the ones who have figured it out or the ones who do know, they're like, dude, we're making a shit ton of money because people are in the dark and they don't know enough about so themselves. So let's just keep this on the low so we can keep making money off these schools, yeah. so we can keep making money off these universities. Yeah. And the people who are going to figure it out, they're going to figure it out. Ugh. But for the vast majority, we're going to keep collecting money off of them. We're going to keep fucking... Raping them in these marketing schemes and raping them in these after-school programs and like it's like you say it's it's freaking marketing. Yeah. It's gonna come back to you. And then people wonder why so many people are depressed and like I mean I don't know if you noticed but like I use Reddit for example I'm scrolling through Reddit and most of the adverts I see nowadays are like feeling suicidal don't suffer alone get help come talk to us. And like I've noticed over the last few years, that's just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm feeling anxious, uh, can't get yourself out of the house from towards us. So there's obviously a quote-unquote market there for it, but there's no attention put to it. I think it's the social media thing. It, it doesn't help, man. It's like, oh, it's the whole validation. Look at this yeah. person getting all these views. Look at this person getting all these likes. Look at this person in their perfect life. And you're sitting there like, Man, my life was dope, yeah. but now I'm not too sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I did have something good to say, but now I don't know if it's that good because yeah. nobody's clicking on my stuff. Yeah, man. Are you imagine feeling that at twelve or thirteen, and what effect that has on your mentality for the next ten years? I can stay in my house. Yeah, exactly. I never leave my room unless I had to go to school. Meanwhile, you've got fucking idols like. The Kardashians. That's what you gotta look up to in the world. Bro, I cannot stand. It makes me sick, man. I don't like. For me, I don't get why people think the Kardashians are so amazing. I'm like, <laughs> bro, they're. Oh my they're god, just, you don't. <laughs> they're just fucking rich people. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't Prince William awesome? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Why isn't somebody else who's fucking rich doing something positive awesome? Okay. Why does it have to? Be <laughs> it's folks, man. It's the whole like.
once again, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in to Cracking the Nut Podcast. It really means a lot when I see you guys checking us out, giving us reviews and comments. It's really awesome. Stay tuned for next week's episode.